You are listening to the Express Truth Show with my man Mark Hamilton. So stay lucky, is it? Yo, Anderson 100, West Side in the Midlands. And there's only one place I go when I want to know the real spill on some real situations. Express Truth Show. Follow us on Instagram at Express Truth Show. Welcome back, welcome back, people. It's the Express Truth Show. Making Thursdays great again. And people, before we start this week, check out the website www.expresstruthshow.com. Now, for those people who were having any type of navigation issues, what we will do now is create an actual page, a live stream page, so that won't happen again. So from now on, if we live stream on the website, we will have a tab that says live streams. Click to that page and then whenever we live, it will be on that tab. This is just off the back of some of the feedback that came out since the last live stream. But sh- the last live stream. But shout out to everyone who was there on the last live stream. Legendary, doing what we do best. It's your favorite podcast, Unapologetic. You know what it is, man. It's the Express Truth Show. Shout out to the Patreon crew, Spotify crew, iTunes crew, website crew. Shout out to all the writers as well. Steven, that last article was great. Danica, that last article was great. Everybody who wants to be a writer, make sure, man, just just, just, just give me a message. Just hit a message. We see what you're working with. And the articles are growing and growing and growing. But people, you can check back every day. I'm just finishing up my article right now. But we're going to keep things running smooth on there. There's going to be articles coming on there practically every other day. Every other day, there'll be articles on there. So keep checking out for the articles and keep checking the website. Um, And that's it, man. So we got a lot to talk about today. A lot of stuff going on in in, in Britain here. Um, And I never, you know, I didn't realise actually before we even continued it. There's a lot of people in different parts of the world locked into this podcast, you know. So everyone, big up everyone, man. See what I'm saying? Who's locked in all over the world? See what I'm saying? Just shout out to yourself, man. It's your favorite podcast, the Express Truth Show. And um, yeah, man, we're definitely going to be hitting you with more visuals and more stuff like that. A lot more behind the scenes content. There was just a few small tweaks that we had to get sorted. And to be honest, those things are looking real beautiful now. So, Stephen, what's going on, man? How are you feeling today? Yo, it's the Express Truth Show. I know it's kind of raining outside, doom and gloom and all that thing. But I'm feeling good, man. I can't complain, family. Here to bless the listeners again. You get me? If there wasn't any, if there wasn't any of you, there wouldn't be any. There wouldn't be us, man. There wouldn't be no dynamic duo. There wouldn't be any express truth. There wouldn't be any Bible facts. There wouldn't be any. Don't be a chatty patty, fam. So, just keep doing what you're doing, and we'll keep doing what we're doing, man. That's what it is, man. And also, people, 
it's very important, man. This is how we grow. This is how we get to the level where you're hearing this type of beautiful sound. The next step, because we like to keep our audience engaged with what we got going on, what we're trying to do. And the next step is to go full visual all the time, full visual. And to be honest, the camera equipment is, is perfect now. It's just about taking it to that next level. See what I'm saying? Where we're both on camera all the time, in the same room, angles. It coming like, that's just what people want to see, man. People just love that Joe Rogan, that type of look. And fam, that ain't a problem. Even, not even to cut you, fam. Don't, you, don't, you don't even need to reference it as Joe Rogan. Fam, we were doing it before Rogan, fam. That's true. And we probably need to start posting some of that older stuff. Yeah, only... so don't don't even don't even ref you don't even, not no disrespect to my man, but we don't need to re we don't need to reference no one, man. Yeah, man, that's that's a fact. Originators um, in this thing. Yeah, definitely, man. We we got a lot of visuals coming anyway, and like I said, that's the plan. So just to keep everyone engaged, yeah, man, and so just up keep to it date, in, man. That's the plan to go full visual. But just before we start the show, what I was trying to say is merchandise. There definitely will be a bigger selection. So stay locked to the site because we got new products coming like the next two days. See what I'm saying? So as soon as them products come, I'm very excited about these products. Very, very excited. And um, people just get involved, man, for everyone who's already bought merchandise. Big shout out. We're definitely going to get into different bits and bobs. Just... Just keep supporting the show, man. Just, just more of the same. That's all I can say. Just more of the same. So um, let's get straight into it today, man, because we've got a few bits to talk about. But the first place to start is Boohoo. Boohooman.com. They have come under fire this week. Now, everyone knows about Boohooman.com. I'm going to tell you the truth. First of all, before we get into the story, Boohoo Man has put pressure on all these other websites. They come out and they've put their foot on men's retail high... Well, they've put their foot on men's high street retailers because Boohoo are that fast, that cheap, that people are able to... You can buy something literally now and it will come tomorrow. That's how fast Boohoo are moving. So we have to look at what they've done. They've definitely changed the game because even ASOS and companies like that were doing it before, but Boohoo have kind of perfected that model. So when this story come out, I was a little bit shocked. So it goes like this, man. Fashion brand Boohoo has been dropped by major online retailers, ASOS, Next and Zalando over claims of exploitation. The popular clothing company has been accused of paying workers below minimum wage and breaching safety rules at the suppliers' factories. In response to the allegation, Next removed all Boohoo branded clothes from its websites last week, while ASOS and Zalando dropped its products on Tuesday. An, un an undercover report, sorry, an undercover report by the Sunday Times claimed that workers at the Leicester factory were being paid less than minimum wage and were offered no protective equipment against coronavirus. The reporter for the newspaper said that the staff at the factory had told him to expect a salary as little as 350 per hour while minimum wage for someone over the age of 25 is 8.72. The claims are not the first allegations to be made against the fashion brand, with Channel 4, The Financial Times, The BBC and The Guardian all highlighting the issues as early as 2017. Has Boohoo responded? Bosses at Boohoo have appointed a lawyer to investigate the allegations against it and would be reviewing its supply chain to determine whether factories were meeting minimum wage and coronavirus 
safety rules. So there we have it, people. Boohoo are on the fire. Now, let's keep it real, man. Let's keep it real. A lot of these companies are all about profit, profit, and profit. Most people, and we're talking about most people who live, who are born and live in the UK, or who have moved to the UK and have the correct documentation to live in the UK. I don't think they're going to be working for three fifty an hour, you know. I think this is a case of Boohoo exploiting people who haven't got the correct papers to live and work in the UK. That's what they're doing. Because even a teenager knows that they can't work for three fifty an hour. Even a teenager knows that that three fifty an hour is not legal. So I don't understand how they're saying that Boohoo were paying individuals £3.50 an hour to work in its factory. Now, I'm guessing that is that it was what we call freshies. See what I'm saying? With all due respect, because there's freshies in every nation. Freshies who have come over from countries that are just desperate for any type of income. And Boohoo man have exploited that. And there's no allegedly around this, even though the article said allegedly. These are facts. They have been investigated and proved that this is what's going on. I just don't understand how they've been allowed to get away with this for so long, if it's been going on since 2017. £3.50 an hour is nowhere near conducive to live from in 2020. There's something wrong here. There's something wrong here, man. And for the PPE, the only reason why I haven't made a big deal about that, because most of these companies are not respecting that. Most of these, when I say companies, these retailers, when you go into these supermarkets and these places now, social distancing's gone out the window. These things are not being respected by the companies or the people. So I don't know how boo-hoo... In a factory, people just say people just say wearing masks no more. They're just not. And even if you you do see a lot of people with masks, but they're like pulled down on their chin or hanging from their ear. People are just not taking this thing serious. And do you blame them? Because, like we said in last week's show, ever since George Floyd died and the Black Lives Matter movement has been the the talk of the town, and that's dying down now. Coronavirus has up and disappeared. All this social distancing and self-isolating and all this stuff, we don't hear about it no more. So I can't just pinpoint boohoo, even though I think it's very important to discuss the low wages and to take advantage of human beings like that is wrong. And it's not just them. There's a lot of retailers that do that. And, not, and when we're talking about retailers, you know, we're talking about small businesses as well that can get away with it, that are hiring individuals who haven't got papers so they don't have a choice. Stephen, what you reckon about all this, man? How you, what do you think about Boohoo paying people this money? Well, um, it's clearly a joke. And it's, it's, the, it's, the oldest, it's the, one of the oldest stories in history, fam. It kind of falls under a messed up bracket of supply and demand in terms of, the supply they have for their clothes, so they need the workers. When demand they need for the, the demand they have for their clothes, so they need the workers. And the supply is in like, like you use a good example. You might have illegal immigrants coming over who just need what any any resources that they can. So they need to scrape together anything they can. In their eyes, anything's better than nothing. And that three fifty an hour. Obviously, we as people who know the UK law and business and everything and people who work normally and pay taxes and et cetera, we know that's nothing to live on. Like, we know that's monkey money. We know that. But a lot of the time, these people may not be informed. I don't think they know about minimum living wage and all them things there. Do you know what I'm saying? And how most people are complete. Most people are most people are moaning about, oh, my thing's only nine certain certain. My thing's only £10 an hour when you haven't even got a fraction of that. 
So like exploitation within business is not a new under the sun and it's not going to end tomorrow. And like you rightly said, Boohoo probably aren't the only company within the UK or the world who are guilty of this. Because obviously like people, people going like illegal working and illegal immigrant situation over here isn't as bad as, for example, the US with like their neighbor, Mexico. But it's just as sticky over here. It's just not always highlighted over here as a huge problem. But family, we've also got to remember, like, you're going to have people who exploit the system anyway, who aren't necessarily illegal. Like, there's cats who just do this cash in hunting because they just don't want to be on the record. They don't want to pay anything. Some people just have them kind of feelings in life, you know, like they'll rather just cruise through than just work legit and pay their dues from. So, like, you've got two sides of the coin, man. You get me? At the end of the day, can we, if someone comes over here illegally and they, they need to work, they're just trying to better their situation. They could have been coming from a war-torn country, for example. Like, anything could have been happening. Can we really, we can't really hold them accountable. Do you know what I mean, fam? Because if you come over here and you can't, let's say you can't speak a lick of English, and a man says, really, boy, I've got this thing for, you know, three pound an hour, 10 hours a day. Like, what are you saying? Yeah, you're, you're not, not going to have no like, choice. You might be like, it's that fam or you don't eat. You get me? Carry on, G. You're not going to have no choice. And we know that a lot of like the Eastern Europeans and things like that who have like, they'll look at it like, look, if there's five of us doing that, they'll put their money together. You see what I'm saying? Where we've, this ain't me saying this. You see this on documentaries and stuff where like they might have like, five people in a house, six, sometimes way more than that. And if everyone's just saying, all right, we're just going to make as much as we can and live together, which is why they might not fight it as much as the next man. Plus, you got to remember that they're looking at it like, yo, I just need to get what I can get. You see what I'm saying? But really, Boohoo shouldn't take advantage of people in that way because Boohoo's a company that is well-established and they're making a lot of money. They're making crazy money in Boohoo, at Boohoo, because they own Pretty Little Thing as well. So it's not just Boohoo, they got Pretty Little Thing too for the women. So they're making a lot of money. Yeah, a lot of money is coming in. And they got to they gotta give it out fairly. They have to pay the staff what they deserve to be paid. Well, just pay them what legal requirements at least. Family, you know, Boohoo, you know, I know they're on Pretty Little Fingers, right? They do women's stuff on the Boohoo side as well, you know. Okay, so they're getting double the buck, double yeah, the bang yeah, yeah, for yeah. the buck. See what they're I'm saying? everyone, fam. But you know what it is? This is a fine example that can be applied to this situation. Yeah, let me give you, let me give you this situation. Um, Boohoo's being called out and they're being held accountable, like, which there should be in it. Like, we live in, we live in a, a quote-unquote just society. So people have the right to do that to them. But family, like, how come... So could we not go harder at other people who have done this similar thing, like certain um, millionaires who own companies who were furloughing staff when they have excess in their personal wealth or laying off staff when they have excess in their personal wealth? Do you know what I mean? Like, they weren't being dragged. Is it not a, is it not a similar situation of exploitation? Nah, I think it's different because you feel like it's the different. only reason why I think a man who's got a company who was hit by the coronavirus, I think business earnings and personal wealth is two different things. Moralistically, yeah, you should help out your staff moralistically, but it's not against, it's not a law that you have to help, help them out. If the business is not making money, it's not against the law for you to lay them stuff off. Yeah. It's terrible because a lot of these guys have got millions in their personal wealth, but there's a lot of greed in these companies. You see what I'm saying? So why would you touch your personal wealth? If the business ain't making money, a lot of people are saying, well, I ain't going to touch my wealth. Moralistically, again, it's wrong, but it's not a law so it's that ba- you have it's to basically, So it's basically, we'll come to the conclusion of, it's... Uh, Legalities versus morals. In that sense, but it, with Boohoo, they're mm-hmm. not paying people that have earned the money. In people Boohoo, are working. Boohoo is the yeah. same thing. It's both from. No, but people are working hourly and the company makes the money. 
And yeah, yeah no, 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 but that's what I'm saying. It's both because morally it's wrong and legally it's wrong. Do you know what I'm saying? Definitely. And you've got to remember with the company taking that in, it's going to directly affect and inflate a man's personal wealth. If I know we're making X, X, X amount, I'm not even going to put a number on it, X amount a million, but I'm paying a large majority of my workforce peanuts. That's only going to benefit the company and benefit myself. Do you know what I'm saying, G? Yeah, that's it. But I mean, schemes like that don't last long. They will always get exposed, which is what's happening now. They will always be exposed. And what they're doing is, it's wrong. You see what I'm saying? It's completely wrong to be paying someone £3.50 an hour when the money, even if the money ain't being made, you've hired someone. But at the same time, a lot of people have taken advantage of coronavirus and things like that, where coronavirus, there's a lot of uncertainty. So people are just willing to do whatever they can do. And if it's difficult for someone who is legal in the UK and has money, if it's if it's legal for that person, I mean, if it's hard for that person, imagine what it's like for another person who isn't legal. You see what I'm saying? Like, it must be much harder for that person. So they're going to be willing to do almost anything as far as line of work to get some dough in, in their pocket and boohoo, I've exploited that. Now, do I think ASOS, Next and Zalando were in the right for dropping them? Definitely. Because why do you want to be associated with somebody who is mistreating their staff? Like why why like why would you want to be associated? So I feel like they done the right thing and Boohoo need to, to 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 change the whole setup. Just hire people, man. They're making the money. It comes down to greed. It comes down to, you know, like you said, Stephen, it's against the law too. So just do the right thing. Just do the right thing. And I think a lot of people will boycott Boohoo for this too. I mean, they don't mind paying all these celebrities all this dough to release them little cheap clothing lines. So just pay the staff, man. Simple. So what do we reckon in reflection going forward? Do we feel like it's going to be catastrophic for Boohoo or do we feel like they're going to bounce back, G? There'll be some people who will always... Some people, you know, some people just don't care, fam. Yeah, you're always going to get people who will... They ain't going to care. You see what I'm saying? They'll always ignore the facts. You see what I'm saying? Some people, they ain't bothered. They don't care what's going on at Boohoo. They just want that jacket. They just want those jeans. They just want that, you know what I mean, T-shirt. So they ain't going to care, but a lot of other people will see as what's going on over there is wrong. But I don't know, man. That leads us into... The next topic as well, you see what I'm saying? That that leads us into a topic that's very similar. You see what I'm saying? Very similar, but different. So, today, the effects of coronavirus have become more and more evident with all of these stores getting rid of a lot of staff. You see what I'm saying? Letting staff know that it's game over for them, basically. Let's keep it real like that. What's happening is coronavirus is coming and now we're seeing the effects of it after we're starting to ease up at a lockdown. 5,300 jobs are going to go at just Boots and John Lewis alone. These are the latest cuts to hit the retail sector. See what I'm saying? Now, what the government are talking about doing, them schemes are no good. What coronavirus has done is, yeah, it has shown a lot of people different ways of life. Let me give you some examples. 
it's shown people that eat out a lot of the times that you don't have to. A lot of people have spent that time getting used to eating at home, getting used to buying what they need. So the same news who were scaremongering the people, it's like it's almost come back to bite them now because so many people were scared that they was only buying what they need in terms of food and stuff. A lot When you go shopping, you have to think, a lot of what's in your trolley is luxuries. A lot of it's just luxury. There's things, when you're talking about just eating to get nutrition and to stay alive, a lot of people started doing that. So the restaurant sector has been hit heavy. It's evident because when you look at places like apps like Deliveroo, Uber Eats, Just Eat, they're throwing out crazy deals because it's just not what it was. Now, food will always sell. That's a fact. But there's a lot of people who have said, hold on a second, I don't need to eat out as much as I was or I don't need to eat out at all. And with that being said, that's hit the restaurant sector, travel and tourism sector. It's all been hit. So the government have come up with these schemes. One of the schemes is 50% if you eat at a restaurant, off. That's one. Another one is 5% VAT. Usually it's 20, but now just 5% VAT on travel and tourism. Another one is for every furloughed member of staff who gets rehired, who gets taken back, the government will give that company a thousand pounds. But it's too little too late because the retail sector was always going to get hit the hardest. And let me bring the facts. There's a lot we got to say about this. So high street chain, boots, department store, and department store, John Lewis, are cutting over 5,000 jobs. All of this has been blamed on the, corona, on the coronavirus. Boots plans to axe 4,000 workers in a major shakeup, while John Lewis has said that eight shops are to remain closed even after lockdown. That's 1,300 jobs. The boots restructuring will affect around 7% of its workforce. The majority of that workforce will be in Nottingham at their support office. Store deputy and assistant manager and customer service advisor has said that they are looking to also get rid of some optician sites as well, because you know Boots do the glasses. John Lewis, which we, I want us to really get into John Lewis because that's in Brom, but let's just go through some of the other companies that are going to be getting rid of jobs. DHL, who are based at Land Rover. I know for a fact, a lot of those staff members down there listen to Express Truth. So DHL are cutting 2,200. This is separate from the 5,300. Newspaper publisher Reach are axing 550 workers. Pret and Manga are closing 30 shops. That's a 1,000 jobs. Burger King are going to close 10% of its shops, and that's 1,600 jobs. It goes, it's never-ending, people. The whole podcast will be me just talking about this. You get the idea. So... Before you come in, Stephen, I just want to say this, yeah? Retail. Retail will always be close to my heart. Always. Because I spent so long doing it. And the reason why I've personally seen the drastic drop in retail since probably the early 2000s, I've seen how retail was changing. Now, the facts are this. Yes, online, the online presence has definitely affected retailers. A thousand percent, that's without debt. 
without doubt, online has hit everybody, not just not just clothing retailers or everyone's been hit by the boost in the internet. The internet has changed things. But there will always be a, a space for retail. And I feel like the government could have did a lot more to prevent retail. The facts are retail, most people have worked retail at one point in their life or another. It's almost a pass-through job. A lot of college students do it. A lot of uni students do it. A lot of, a lot of people do re retail. When I talk about retail, I'm talking about high street retail. That can be food, clothes, whatever, services, whatever. But the government have seen retail declining for the past 15, 20 years. And they've just allowed it to, to decline. They haven't stepped in and tried to do anything. Now, is it about money? I would say no, it's not about money. Because when you look at stores like Primark, they are doing very well, regardless of retail declining. What it's about, online plays a part. But what's happening to a lot of the retailers is while customers continue to go down and down and down, rates, rent, don't. Rates and rent has remained the same. And in some cases, it has increased. So most retails, retailers cannot stay in business. They just can't stay in business. But what the government are forgetting is retailer is responsible for it, retail is like the top of the food chain. If people are in jobs, if the, if the, if the retail sector is doing well, it's a knock-on effect. You get rid of that sector, the more that dies, the more other, other industries die. That's why places like Jaguar Land Rover, it's become impossible. Like, this is what I was saying to my brethren earlier today. If you go into... BMW, it's not the 8 Series that's keeping BMW open. It's the 1 Series. Once the people who can't, once the people are not buying 1 Series, BMW's doors have to shut because how much people can buy an 8 Series? Now, what has to happen is this. The facts are this when it comes to the retail sector. People... are scared, they're scared to spend money, and it's having its knock-on effect now. All of that scaremongering the government did is starting to, to rear its ugly head now. People don't want to spend the way they were spending before because they don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. They have done nothing to try and convince shoppers to go back to the way it was. A lot of these stores are never going to see the results they were getting prior to this because retail was dying before this. Before COVID, retail, retail was dying. Nothing before, before COVID, retail was dying because there was just, there's just, first of all, there's always going to be people who want to go out because the act of shopping is a, it's almost an experience. People like to get dressed, put on their clothes, put on their shoes, look real pretty and go out shopping, have something to eat, look for something to buy. Then you have some people who have to try things on. There's a lot of people like that who have to try things on. But there's also a lot of people who only shop on the internet now. But the government have not, made it easier and I'm so passionate about this to have it made it easier let's focus on our city for one minute and I know I'm I know I'm hugging the mic but I'm gonna bring you in Stephen one sec let's talk about Birmingham the treatment of everybody in that city centre has been horrendous I can say that from the bottom of my heart the council the owners of the shopping centres whoever it is they have almost made it impossible to shop in town. They've made the experience of going to town one of the worst experiences that you can do. There was a time that you could go into town, nip in and nip out. 
Now to get into town is an all-day job. It's also going to cost you a bomb to park. Once you actually get in to the city centre, there is nothing keeping you there. It's almost like they're trying to drive people away. So over the years, we've seen shop after shop after shop closing. Before Corona, town, Birmingham City Centre used to be one of the best city centres that England has to offer. People travelled from all over the country to come to see what we had to offer. But what the government have did is made it where each city centre is the same thing. JD, Foot Locker, Topman, River Island. You know what I mean? The list goes on. We all know the shops. Those, they made it where they wanted it uniformed. That's what killed the high street in Britain. That they made rents impossible to pay. Now the big boys are feeling it. Imagine a place like Boots has to cut back. Imagine a place like Boots has to cut back. Places like John Lewis. That's because of Amazon. During the lockdown, we couldn't go out. So even people that refused to shop online have had to shop online. And the facts are, what is a, e what is a more easier experience than shopping on Amazon Prime? You go onto Amazon Prime, you buy your item, you don't even need a receipt. If anything goes wrong a year, 18 months from now, Amazon are going to send you another one or refund you. John Lewis, you're going to have to go back to the store. You're going to have to find a receipt. Stephen, come in, man. We can, i got so much to say about this. What are you saying, Stephen? Yo. So John Lewis is going to... All right, let me just start at the top. Family, you know the um the whole government scheme where they're talking about 50% off, yeah? Mm. In the restaurants. It's, in, it's 50... They're saying... It's, they announced it. They said 50% off in restaurants in August, and it? Fam, it's not, I don't know why they're pushing it as that. It's not even 50%, you know? Because the max, it says that the restaurants that sign up to it, it's a maximum discount of £10 per head. So that includes men, women, and children. So it's not even 50%, blood. So straight away, like, they're just they're just trying to draw you in. You get me? Because, like, a tenner off, like, what's that? If you're going out for, like, if there's two, three, four years going out for a big meal, that might, that might not equate to anything, fam. It might be £40 off, like, what? £120 bill? So, like, they need to come better than that. The John Lewis situation, like, that's absolutely crazy in Brom. So, what are we, gonna, what are we saying then? Are we just going to close the doors on Grand Central then? Because that was a ghost town anyway. Pre-corona. Post-corona, like, I don't know how it's going to look. We were there the other day, and it was horrible, fam. A lot of stores have Wait, Stephen, Stephen, you got to explain to the wider audience Sorry. what's Grand Central. So, our oh, apologies. Um, Grand Central is the new complex which houses the up-to-date and modernised Birmingham New Street Station, as well as many other retailers. It's a, it's two floors, isn't it? Yeah, it's just two-floor complex where you, you can go in on the ground floor and you have all the train boards and you can buy your train tickets, etc. And if you go up the escalators or up the stairs, you've got um, almost like to try to, make it, to try to make it a little food court. And then there's a few other retailers. Foot Locker was in there. They've removed themselves. There's Nat West in there. Uh, there's also McDonald's leading up if you're walking up the ramp. And we were there a few weeks ago. And what was the family? You can contest to this. What was the busiest thing? It was the bank, wasn't it? Yeah, the bank were the busiest people in the place. There was a, there was a queue for the bank. Everything else was dead. And this was like, it's not even, obviously like things have changed. So like you're seeing people queuing up to do the social distancing. I, I understand it. But we, what the point is, what we're trying to drive home, even before this whole COVID corona situation and the lockdown and everything, like I'm, me personally, I could never tell you I've seen Grand Central busy. You might have seen a few people at one or two of the the food outlets that they had in their little court area. But that was about it. Like it's never been swinging. It's not like how I would used to go in and see the ball ring jumping. It's never, it's never been like that. And even the ball ring's been slowly declining as well. They've just this all of this building and quote unquote renovation they've been trying to do and laying the tram tracks and everything. They've they've killed town. They have killed town. 
and then all this. That's why they're trying to come up with different schemes and all of that. Like the high street was on the way out, but in Birmingham, I talk about where we're at. In Birmingham alone, with all the road, with all the digging up and the roadworks and the quote unquote renovation they were doing, they were killing the high street. COVID came around, lockdown. It seems to just have um, accelerated the process, man. Because how long's Grand Central been open? How many years now, G? 2015, September. So five years. Not even five years then, because it, it would have been five years in a few months. So four years and change. They've, uh, John Lewis have bounced. They've closed the doors. So like, what was the point in this project then? And remember this, Stephen, sorry to cut you. Remember that John Lewis, remember that John Lewis is the biggest thing in there. That building's practically theirs. So them going, who's going to go there now? I don't think anyone will. Is it going to make any fiscal sense? I'm telling you the truth now. I want to get into the real nitty gritty of this thing. I'm not saying that retail weren't suffering. They will always be retail. That's a fact. I just broke down why. There'll always be retailers about, maybe not on the level it was before, but there'll always be retail about as far as high street retail. Mm -hmm. The issue with Brom is this. They played around with this city. They played around with Birmingham for the longest time. They made us, it was a joke. It was a joke. I don't know who's in charge of the budgets. I don't know what's, I, I don't know what's gone on in this city. But what's happened is they they have basically been looking at Manchester and trying to create something similar to what Manchester have got. But what they did is they didn't have a proper thing in place to do it. They didn't have it in place properly. It took them too long with the building works. They changed all of the bus routes. They messed around. They They made the place impossible to go into. They made it where pe- there's so many people who used to come into town who just don't come into town now. And to top it all off, they're looking at London and trying to make a congestion charge and call it clean air. So you got to pay to come into town in your car. People are just not going to come into the city centre. So it's killing off jobs. But these things have a knock-on effect because people think, oh, well, the retail sector's suffering, but... I'll be okay working at Jaguar Land Rover. Oh, the retail sector's suffering, but I'll be okay working at the opticians. Nah. Fam, if a man's not buying a £5 t-shirt, why is he going to buy not a buying clothes, car? If people ain't buying clothes, they're not going to buy cars. Simple. If people ain't buying cars, that people are not buying things like that. They're just not doing it. So what's happening now is, a man's looking and saying, yo, I ain't buying that. Retail is our mirror to everything else because that's the things that get done daily outside of food, which the food, even the food sector suffering, but outside of food and things that people need, retail is a, is, is a good guideline because if you can't go and buy a tracksuit or you're not buying a tracksuit, what are you going to buy a car for? You know what I mean? People ain't going to commit to these other things and the facts are, these are the things that keep the country going. And these things are being hit. They're being hit. That's why they're trying to put out all these incentives now. It don't matter. It doesn't matter what incentives you put out. People are just not in that frame of mind anymore. There's no job security. So sensible people are holding on to every penny they've got. But what the government are scared of, this is what they're scared of. People just losing their job and saying, yo, forget it. I've tried. I'm not even going to bother now. I'll just sign on. They're scared of that happening because what they're going to do, if people just start saying, I'm going to sign on now, I don't care. What's going to happen? Family, but this is this is how they've, this is how they've cut off their nose despite the face. Because if they're talking about them, if we hypothetically had a second lockdown, because um, we were just, we just, we spoke about this up here, and they're talking about there won't be a furlough situation again, and then everyone gets laid off, and then people just jump on benefits. You're going to have to pay the people them anyway. Exactly. Unless you're just going to refuse, unless you're just going to suspend or benefits. And if there's a second lockdown, especially if they don't furlough people, you're going to, mortgage and all that's going to have to get locked off till business resumes. 
So the economy is definitely going to crash. Thousand percent. It, it, it's going to crash without a shadow of a doubt because the facts are this. People ain't got the money. Forget about all of this fantasy, Christian Dior and all the Forget all of that lifestyle. That's not real. People ain't got the money. They just ain't got the dough. The average person just hasn't got the dough. Then most people are living month to month and it doesn't matter what they do. That's the way the system's set up. Especially if you don't own your own home, like you're, you're paying rent. Rent, especially some of the things I hear from people in London, down there's madness, man. People are paying what you could have two houses for in Brom to live in London. So how could they save anything after they're paying all that money out? You see what I'm saying? How could they? So it's like, yo, the government, eventually it's just going to be where a large percentage of the country are just going to sign on. That's just the facts because a lot of these businesses are just, even a lot of people that are working from home, they're not going to go back into an office because now these companies are realising they don't need an office. People can work from home. Like there's a lot of things that have come from this COVID-19 situation. There's going to be so many people who are just going to say, they're just going to pack it in. Like all these car companies, like it's just, fat car factories, like they're paying out a lot of money, there's people, I don't know how true it is, but I hear that there's guys making four or five hundred pounds a week after tax in a lot of these factories. That money, you know what that money can do? I don't even want to mention certain countries, but you know what that money can do overseas? How much staff that could pay? And if you're not selling them vehicles at a rapid rate, there's just no one buying an 80 grand Range Rover no more. They, I don't care about these music videos. People just ain't doing that anymore. You see what I'm saying? People just ain't doing that. All these companies, like, I'm very shocked to see Boots on the list. I'm very shocked to see Pretty Manja on the list. Pretty Manja, fam. All right, sorry, Pretty Manja. Nah, only, no, 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 minor. It's because it's French, you know. Yeah, but even with that, like, it's a sandwich shop that's been about as long as possible. But it's just become where if them things ain't selling, we have to be worried in the sense of for other businesses that are, that are going on. Because so like if things, what would you say? Then things at the lower end of the spectrum. Yeah, they just compare because obviously compared to cars, that's those are clothes, food, it's chump change, isn't it? When those kind, when you see people like Boots, yeah, which is essentially a pharmacy. That really shocked me though. I'm not gonna lie, fam. Boots was a shock I, on that whole list. Boots was the shocker. John Lewis, like I said, Amazon is really the place to be. Like I complete. I'm not gonna lie. I love Amazon because it's just easy. You know yeah, what I mean? It's, it's just easy. So, but Prime and all that. John Lewis That's things why, cost um, more. Walmart's, Walmart's trying to rival them, you know. This is what I'm trying to say. Like it's trying to launch. They're trying to launch. I've read that as we're on here. They're trying to launch Walmart Plus to, to rival Amazon Prime. The price is the price difference between somewhere like John Lewis and Amazon is night and day. It's night and day. I'm keeping it real. Like, you can see the difference. Like, you see what I'm saying? So, a place like that, it, it, it hasn't, it just hasn't done what it's supposed to do. But it's not just, it's not their fault. Like, it's the circumstances too. The government didn't do anything to protect. They didn't do much to protect these businesses. I've heard so much horror stories, man. I've heard horror stories like there's people who are staff that have just been furloughed. You're cool in the sense of, yeah, you're making your dough, but a lot of business owners weren't looked after. They weren't given anything that was substantial to in the long run. Okay, it was probably a payday at the time, but in the long run, the government ain't done nothing for these places, man. And now they work, now they're saying, oh, they're locking off all these jobs. It's going to get worse than that because a lot of these companies ain't going to be able to, to, to hang with the high street. But there is a fix, though. There is a fix because once the high street's ticking, everything else ticks. But them 5,300, that's just from two shops. That's 5,300 customers in other areas of life that people will lose as well. In non-essential areas of life. There's a quick, there's a fix for this. That fix is 
mm-hmm. making the shopping experience easier, parking, introduce parking, bus stops. There needs to be more foot flow running through these high streets. It's not just Brom. Leicester, we go Leicester a lot. And even in Leicester, like every time we go Leicester, we can't even park. Yeah, it's horrible now. If you don't park, you, you get a ticket straight away. You get tickets straight away. Like, they, you see what I'm saying? They, they're so focused on finding people in that, that people just don't go into that city centre. So it's just ghost town down there. They've done that new shopping centre thing. It looks real pretty, but there's nobody in there. So the next step, all the businesses, family, it'll cra- that's when it's going to crash. When even when everyone, absolutely, and I mean everyone starts pulling out of these built-up urban cities, especially Brom. Like, that's when they're going to know it. it's a wrap, blood. Because, like, they, wanna, they might want to try offer. It's like, obviously, they'll offer business incentives as well. Just like they're offering the incentive to the public with 10 quid off, winyan, yam, or whatever. They'll offer business incentives as well. They'll probably try and say, oh, reduce rate for six months and all this. And blah, blah, blah. But it's only so long they can do that, fam. It's like dangling a, a, a carrot in front of a donkey, fam. Eventually, it's going to want to yam it, innit? So you can only carry that on for so long. Then you're going to try to spike back up the rates. And then the businesses are going to bounce. Because they're going to say, family, there's no trade, blood. What am I paying you this for? There's no work rate. There's no work rate either with, with like, the, the construction here. Things that people ain't, people don't like to talk about it. The construction here is a joke thing. Facts. Joke. I've said this time after time, and I, I'm not saying this to be funny. This is a fact. One time I went to Dubai in, like, November, and then I went back in, like, March, and they had buildings up there, different buildings that had been thrown up. Man. Whereas here, it takes forever to build a little block of flats. To build some little apartments, it's two, three years. You see what I'm saying? It's just a long thing and then the roads are constantly being dug up. You can't get in to the city. It's just a joke, man. And then all the time they've wasted on these HS2 in Brom. Like, and all these other cities are just, all that sector's just feeling it. But it's scary if places like Boots are closing down because like I said, every area of business one hand washes the other in this country. That's what people don't understand. If one thing's doing well, like it, it can it can fall down to another thing because that man who was going to boots up Titians in the city centre, mm-hmm. on his way out, he can make two, three stops. You see what I'm saying? Now, exactly. that goes, this goes, the, all those guys they let go of at JAG, that's 2,200 people less getting paid every month. So now that's 2,200 less consumers of non-essential items. Now, give or take, everyone ain't in the same position. There's different people who have multiple streams, but for the most part, people are living payday to payday. And when they get paid, they pay their bills, then they have a change left over till the next payday. That's mostly how people live. So the facts are, that something needs to be done. And I'm not talking about no little silly incentive like giving people 50% off. Things need to change. There needs to be a different type of thing. They, they need to encourage customers. They need to encourage customers into these stores. They need to... What I'm saying to you is this. Uh, let me take it personal. We mm-hmm. bought... A, um, we bought... A, um, a terabyte hard drive in the city centre when we went last time, yeah? Yes. And on Amazon, we got three of them. We got three. Oh, war. But then two of them were from Amazon, but we needed one for the camera on the day, so we bought it in August. And that difference was like, 30 pound difference. So how are Argus selling something 30 pound more than Amazon? Then people might say, oh, because Amazon are online, rare, rare. Would then Argus need to be in a position that they can sell it cheaper 
to keep the high street alive. Because that's why places like that are closing down. Because it's clear as day that why would you spend thirty pound more? Now we Family, have to. And also, and also, it's not even just the price, fam. Give them the truth, fam. It was a hassle as well, bro. Horrible. Man had to phone the store and that, fam. It was dreadful. Absolute I can't. I just possible. can't see. I just. I just. Under, I just. It's so. It's just. It just puzzles me that. They've allowed it to get to this level. It's not about the people. We've got people here. It's just that people are not going into those places. Primark and those places are busy because it's a different business model, but there's no people going in to none of these places. Let's not in Primark. Do you feel like Primark's going to continue in terms of people going in or are they going to have to eventually get a proper online presence, fam? They will eventually, but the more because the more retailers that go means the less people going into the into these city centers. And remember, it's not even just city centers. A lot of these retailers are local as well on your local high streets. Some of these high streets are horrible around Brum. Like I just somebody needs to come in. They need someone to come in and restructure this whole thing. Because this whole narrative of, oh, it's just online killing it, that's not true. That ain't true. Because when you go in New York, it's ram, jam, car, week, week in, week out with people. And I know there's more people, but what I'm saying, with shop, there's a shop on, there's shops all over the place. But what I'm trying to say is that it's not just about the, the online presence that's killing retail. It's more than that. Somebody needs to come in and sort it out because... They haven't paid it no mind, but they're still charging these retailers the same though. So, of mm-hmm. course, they can't survive. Of course, they can't survive because you're charging them the same though. Yeah. To do, to make less money. Like a lot of these buildings, and it ain't just retailers on the high street, it's gyms, it's barbers. It's mechanics. It's all different services. They are not treating these companies, businesses right. They're not. So these people, it becomes where they can't manage. They just can't do it because the rates and the bills and the pressure, they need to make the playing field a bit more even because if everyone's shutting up shop, it ain't going to be good because they're talking about furlough. There's a lot of people that will just give up and say, yo, I ain't bothering work again. Because let's keep it real, yeah? Those were the safest people throughout this whole ordeal. A man who just don't work or do nothing. You yeah, were the it's safest. Family, it's family, it's family, it's Bible. Let me talk right into the mic. It's Bible facts, G, because as an example, we were speaking on this. We've, obviously, we've praised Amazon a lot, yeah? Amazon will continue to go through this. And um, they were Amazon, Royal Mail, like all those kind of delivery services were some of the only businesses along with health sector jobs and supermarkets that remained open during all of this madness, yeah? But then look at um Royal Mail. They've, they've exed off jobs as well. I know that was a surprise to yourself because it was definitely a surprise to me as well because I was like, blood, they've been working right through though. Do you know what I'm saying? So this shows me that nothing's safe, fam. Because you would have thought an industry where, which is almost the backbone of the country, getting your letters and certain deliveries and stuff, but you're still locking enough jobs from. So nothing's safe, man. So people might as well sign on. Is almost the message you're sending out. And they will. And they will, because that's, a lot of the time, that's why I just say to people, as far as, well, I wouldn't even call it solutions, but, you have to do try your hand at other things, man. The world's a big enough place that they you have to try your hand at other things. You can't depend on they, I'm not I never have I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna even lie, I never have anyway. Depended on one thing, but you have to try your hand at other things. Like your passion has to become an income as well. You see what I'm saying? You can't just be dependent on these things because there's a lot of individuals who are paying mortgage who are comfortable living with renting wherever they're living and 
the government are going to make it where you're forced into poverty. Nah, man. Because a lot of these companies, they ain't in the wrong. They ain't done nothing wrong. Like yeah, man, we, you got you got support, man. On, on that note, support the Express Truth. You get me? Carry on. Yeah, fam. we knew that COVID was coming in from October, November times, and they just kept the country going. They didn't even try and lock it down. Like, if this was going to be the knock-on effects. This was going to be that. Like, if we were not... We knew that this would happen. We knew that it would be... Like, people have been at home three, four months, and they've learned to adapt. So they're not just going to go straight back outside and start doing the... Although all these McDonald's around, that's nothing. People ain't just going to go back to eating out all the time and all that. It's just not going to happen because a lot of people are still at home as well. So a lot of people are working from home now, so you have to look at all those numbers dropping down. Then you have to look at some people who lost their job, so those numbers dropping down. It's made a big difference. There's some people who are listening to this who might say they haven't been affected, like, and that's, that you are lucky. And there's a lot of people who have actually come out this better, and you are lucky too. But there's a lot of people who are getting the news now, like, yo, they got no job. And this is the worst time to be trying to look for a job now. Because there's not really you're gonna it's gonna be the lowest of low. Like I know there's a lot of jobs like where people are working in freezers and things like that. And even the schooling system's been hit. Even the schooling system's been hit because they've realized now that they can homeschool a lot of kids too. Kids can get taught over Google Classroom. All these training courses are being done over Zoom. Things are changing, man. Things are changing, but a lot of people will understand it in the long run. Like, probably a lot of it ain't making sense now, but in the long run, you'll see how they make how they make it change. Like, I think cinemas, I think they're going to get, I think cinemas are done. I'm going to tell you the truth. I think cinemas are done, even when everything opens back up properly. Why, I might just pop in for a Marvel thing, fam. Can't see them. Yeah, I can't see those like being a thing anymore. Even them, they pay so much outgoings, it's just mad. Just untenable, man. It's just untenable. So what do you reckon? What do you reckon's the what what do you think is the the future? How can things what's gonna be normal in your in your eyes? What do you think will be normal before we wrap the show up? Um well I see them I see them trying to normalize the whole online everything in terms of virtual this virtual that i don't think that's going to become normal because that's kind of shit if you ask me to be honest i think it's weird like i'm seeing um like for example people doing like the virtual clubs and all of that i'm like fam that's weird obviously i know other people enjoy it my personal opinion i think it's weird because i'm like blood i'd rather just like listen to my spotify you know or just watch the videos of the songs on youtube because i feel like it's weird to just be sitting there for two hours, three hours, watching a geezer play music. It's weird, fam. To me, anyway. The cinema thing, I don't know, fam. It might be certain, it might be certain industries, certain um big film organizations that might still keep going. Like I said, I'd probably still go for a Marvel thing, but Marvel are killing it. Worst case scenario, if they switched everything, because that's why they had the bright idea to launch their streaming service last no, is it last year? Last year. Early this year, I can't remember now. March this year. March this year. Well, March this year over here. Um, they had the bright idea to do the Disney Plus thing. If they dropped everything on there, I reckon they'd still win, fam. You get me? Like how they've been killing it on the box office. They'll still win, G. They could so, just do a pay-per-view thing anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Because I'd pay, fam. I'll keep it real. Most, most people Marvel would thing. because they can just chill at home and watch it. Exactly. So... A lot of things are going to change. Let's look at the food industry. The restaurant thing, I feel like it's going to be a struggle for certain establishments. Some people will still go out for certain establishments. Other places, you know what? People might just have to evolve and maybe just have your premises to just cook and have it all as delivery, man, or collection. Because like this, with the whole social distancing thing as well, it's going to be weird. Even everyone's clamoring to go back to the pubs. I'm even hearing the pub experience has changed. Like you can't, you can't, you have to sit inside and they have to bring the drink to you and 
you still have to be a meter, two meters away. And do you know what I'm saying? So like people thinking they're just going to go back to norm and just be socializing as usual. It's not going to happen, or at least it's not going to happen overnight. The gyms and all of that, I don't know. The gyms and all of that, I've seen them trying to pattern up that. Swimming pools and all that, how's that going to work? One man on the inside lane, one man on the outside lane. Two people in the pool at a time. Don't know how that's going to work for them. So the world's definitely changed. I don't know if things are ever going to get back to normal. Because from, from the economy's wonky, everything's wonky from. That's it, man. It, it's the backbone I, of the nation, you see me? I feel like, um, yeah, I agree with everything you said. I just feel like the new way of life, the, how long can it last? How long will it last? These are all questions that we'll have to see. But I just think that it's been dealt with poorly. You see what I'm saying? I just believe that they could help it move along better. But these little incentives are just, they can't gimmicks, do nothing. They can't, gimmicks, they, man. They can't do nothing. And they're going to have to do something. They're going to have to do something because it affects them too. That's what I'm saying. Don't make them fool, fool yeah. It affects them too. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, people, it's the Express Truth Show, www.expresstruthshow.com. We will definitely see you next week. Out of here, man.